Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. The warm, hearty lack of welcome to you, the listener out there. Right, so one of the challenges facing the plumbing industry is the growing gap between those who are retiring from the industry and those who are entering it. We see many second and third generation plumbers who step into their predecessors' shoes with slightly more ease than the plumbers who are completely new to the industry. To achieve sustainability in the industry, the industry not only requires properly trained and qualified plumbers who can do the physical plumbing work, but it also needs people who have things like business acumen and leadership qualities and other qualities and skills that are not readily taught. My name is Willem Klopper, I'm your host, and in today's chat with my guests, Duncan and Mandy Kill of the UPP Group, we'll be talking about the next generation of plumbers and how we can ensure that we maintain a sustainable industry. Duncan and Mandy, a warm welcome to the two of you and thank you for joining me. Welcome, Willem. Thank you, William. It's great to be here. I should I should actually say welcome back because I've had a couple of chats with you before and on different shows, eh? Not only the man in the van. That's right. <laughs> so we were one long, a lot younger then, eh? <laughs> Has it been that long? <laughs> Listen, Duncan, Mandy, it's always exciting to chat to representatives from the industry who are passionate or as passionate as you guys are about it. Um, and there's much that can be said about the next generation of plumbers. But before we do so, before we delve into our conversation, uh, to our listeners out there, let's just cross over to a quick ad break. Um, to our listeners, please do listen to the ad break because it is especially for you. It carries value to you. Duncan and Mandy and myself will be back right after this. It's an exciting time to be a professionally registered plumber. The PIRB's leaderboard provides plumbers with the opportunity to be placed onto a ranking system to see how they perform amongst their peers around the country. This ranking system enables both plumbers and consumers to identify top local plumbers and monitor their performance nationally and regionally. Consumers will always look for the best and at the top is where you'd want to be. It is therefore very important to be dedicated to continuously upskilling yourself through continuous professional development activities. The CPD points you accumulate during the CPD program will allow you to be rated on the leaderboard as you grow. The ranking system runs on a three-month rolling average where you can find yourself at the very top by accumulating more points than your peers. Top-ranked plumbers also stand a chance to win prizes through a lucky draw, where winners are announced on the PIRB's Plumbing 101 shows on YouTube. Do not miss out on the opportunity to be highlighted as an elite plumber in South Africa. Start accumulating points and become one of the best. Get skilled, get rewarded. Welcome back to this exciting edition of the Man in the Van podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Duncan and Mandy Kill of the UPP Group. We'll be talking about the next generation of plumbers and how we in the plumbing industry can ensure that we maintain a sustainable industry. Duncan, Mandy, um, I did say welcome back to 
the episode. So for those of our listeners who are familiar with you, just bear with us quickly because I'd like to give you the opportunity, Duncan and Mandy, just to introduce yourself to those of our listeners who are not familiar with you. Please, Duncan, if we can start with you. Welcome, Willem. Um, yeah, so name's Duncan Keel uh, from the company UBB Group, formerly known as Under Pressure Plumbing. Uh, and obviously, we are also um, from a company called CoachUp. So CoachUp has evolved from Under Pressure Plumbing to UBB Group and now CoachUp. And basically, what we do is work with uh, the next generation guys um, in the business, in the coaching, mentoring side of things. And we also have, a, obviously, our UBB group is the company that does sustainability. So we're looking after the next generation of our plumbers in terms of the water area, which is diversing from what we normally do into uh, sustainability um, in water, which is typically rainwater harvesting, filtration, boreholes, um, any sort of devices that can save water, smart metering, stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, and grey water, that's what it's so. That's our passion, and we coach on the one side, and we we active on the other side. And obviously, we work in the industry quite a bit, doing this other stuff, mentoring, speaking. Duncan, you yeah. said UPP used to be under pressure plumbing, um, but it's yep. it's 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 evolved into quite a few different uh, interpretations of the the um, the acronym UPP. Was it upskilling yeah, so people under pressure potential? Plumbing, yeah, so under pressure plumbing was obviously limited to plumbing, and and we kept the name UPP, but UPP actually stands for now unlocking people's potential or unlocking plumbers' potential, mm-hmm. and 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 is now that's where the, the coaching, the growth mindset comes out, and and it's evolved into coach up. So we coach guys up to becoming master plumbers, you know, getting them ready for the next the next generation of water that's coming, and getting them a change management from what they used to know. So even the older guys, we can get involved in changing them from like maintenance and alterations and geysers to getting them into rainwater harvesting, filtration, borehole drilling, exciting stuff, you know, that on the other side and helping them trans- go from there to there. You know, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Before we started recording, um, Mandy used, she said something about, um, you know, people, you say helping people to upskill and learn and grow and develop. And Mandy also said something that's very important is people's willingness and their their susceptibility, their open-mindedness to be willing to learn more, learn something additional to what they already know and to grow and to develop. Is that true, Mandy? Yeah, absolutely, um, Willem. And, you know, in, in our coaching, um, Duncan and I, before we take on anyone to coach, we have a scoping session. And one of the things we check for is someone's willingness to be stretched, to learn, to grow, um, because we have experienced in the past where you have someone coming in and when you are coaching, there's that whole but mentality. Yeah, 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 but, but, but. <laughs> and you can't, you know, you can only work with someone and help them if they want to be helped. Um, so we also learned over time that we, when we coach, we can only coach the coachable. Yeah, yeah. But Mandy, you you come from a different industry. Um, and, and you have, I mean... If, if whenever I speak to you, whether it's on air or whether it's off air at, at, at uh, you know, plumbing events, um, y- you have developed an equal passion for the plumbing industry and for plumbers 
than what Duncan has. But just tell us a little bit of how you fit into the spectrum now and, and, and a little bit of your history and background. Um, yeah, so, so I come from the insurance background. I've been, you know, I've worked for insurance companies all my life until I joined Duncan in the business. And that was in 2008. So it feels like a long time ago that other life that I lived in, in the corporate world as a distant memory um, I learned, obviously, I learned lots of skills um, in the setting that I was in. And coming into, when Duncan asked me to join me in the business, um, while I said yes, it was very, very different, a very, very different experience, more different than I thought it would be coming from corporate into a plumbing company. Um, the culture, the mindset, the way of thinking, everything, everything was different. And Initially, um, it was quite hard. And then I saw the opportunity. I saw that, you know, I also probably like many people out there um, and um, have the perception that plumbing is not a professional business, a, a professional industry business, um, you know, a career to, to follow. And I soon realized that when I was in the business, that all the same functionality that you'd have in a corporate environment from needing to understand the financials, the HR, the marketing, client relationships, um, you know, product delivery, how you engage, et cetera, is exactly the same. Yep. And so I started seeing the opportunity and I started developing this passion for wanting people within the industry to understand that they have value, that they add value, um, that they give value um, to clients out there and to help them to see this within themselves and to change the plumbing industry and the perception that people have of the plumbing industry. Mm. And my passion just grew out of that. It's, it's interesting. It's it's like, Duncan, I, I heard you wanted to say something now, but I have to chip in there quickly. It's interesting to to know that, you know, if if – to think of it this way, that if you don't believe in yourself and what you have to, to offer, how do you expect others to, to have faith in it or um, to believe mm. in it? I mean, if, if you want customers, clients, the consumer out there to think that you are following a professional trade, then you've got to think of yourself as a professional first so that you can convey that kind of or portray that kind of image when you are operating. And, and um, you mentioned it, Mandy, that the principle of delivering service and doing business remains the same regardless of what industry you're in. Um, the type of work that you do may be different from, from industry to industry, but the principle of doing business and, 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 and delivering a service is the same. Um, but and, and 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 I liked also that you said that the things like marketing and sales and uh, you know accounting and bookkeeping and those kind of things apply to plumbing as much as it applies to other uh, industries. And we're going to chat about that now. Um, but it was interesting to, for me to hear that you say people have to believe in themselves before they can change the perception of the average consumer out there. Duncan, I heard you say you you wanted to say something there. Yes. Um, so in terms of the, if you understand what Mandy's coming from, she comes in, 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 in our relationship with our guys that we work with. She comes in from a coaching perspective. She's very good at, at, at drawing out the answers that lie within you. And, and that, that's a great 
the gift that she has. And from my side, I come in from the other angle. I'm the mentor. So I, I guide the guys through the projects and stuff like that. So you've got this combination happening all the time. So a lot of our guys come, they might want to come for mentoring the next one day, and then they say, no, 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 I, I'm coming for coaching today. Because I, you know, so it's like you get that balance between the two, which it, it flows really nicely. That does get you experience there. <laughs> Duncan, I wanted to say that you introduced Mandy to to the plumbing industry, Ne. And if and if if if, if you could convince or, or or make Mandy learn about the plumbing industry, then what UPP has to offer in in teaching and training and guiding others must be very effective. Hey, to convince your wife to come join the plumbing industry. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he's our number one salesperson. What can I say? <laughs> Duncan. Uh, I only realized I'd been duped like three, four years into the whole business. <laughs> I love being here. Listen, in, in my introduction, I mentioned that there's a specific or a certain challenge that the plumbing industry is facing. Um, and we're going to talk about th that it, in itself, but also what people from within the plumbing industry can do to change that and address that. Is it true that there's a challenge to maintain the skill level between plumbers who are retiring from the industry and those who are coming into the industry? And if so, why? Okay, so, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I think a lot of the guys, just remember, Willem, the, the guys that are coming in new, and the guys that are leaving, there's a gap of about, let's say, 20 years. Mm, and if you, if, you, if you look into our industry and you go back a couple of years, so initially I did my training through Bipsa and we were part of the building industry and all of that. And we used to start off becoming plumbers qualified. And then every single job I had to do through a new house, whatever, I had the inspectors looking at my work and testing and making sure that everything is correct. And then all of a sudden that all fell away. Then... Training centers fell away, and, and, and there's, there's this like almost 15 years gap of nothing. And then PRB started coming around. I also have been around, you know, since 1989, but I don't, I don't think they were as evolved as much as they are today, and, and they've evolved quite a lot. Mm. And, and I think, you know, even Master Plumber wasn't around. And so there was a lot of these things that weren't around, and there was this gap between, let's say, let's say 15 years. And the guys that are leaving now are, are just leaving with that skill. And then they're going off. And you know what? Most of them land up either working in a you know sales desk or they work as a handyman or you know whatever. They're just going to retire. And, and then if they don't hand the business over to the next generation, they hand it over to no one. Mm. And I think that's what, you know, what we are doing at CoachUp is, is building that generation underneath through a process. There is... And, 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 and in my master plumber thesis that I wrote, it's on about leadership. And it talks about how the, I have designed a model that can work, that master plumbers can get involved and off, offshoot their skills and their knowledge and everything to the next generation, but working with them. Mm. And you don't have to employ them. You work with them as companies and you integrate them into a small network. And, and it eventually grows. You've got little networks all around the country doing the same thing. And it's it's just, a, it's a start. It's, if you know, call it, if you want to be a, a leader, you've got to be an influencer, you've got to be a pioneer, 
you know what? It's a pioneer. It's something that I'm working currently at, and I've seen the fruits of it. I can tell you something now. I am getting my passion back. I am, I am so involved with the guys. I'm loving what I'm doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and I think eventually that's all I'm going to be doing. You know that. <laughs> Listen, but but we're gonna get to that just now. We're gonna get to that just sure. now um, about that passion of yours and 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 what it is invo- evolved to. Um, but but the fact is, just to get back to to the skills, we were yes. talking about um, skills like you know that plumbers need to be properly qualified and trained. In the actual plumbing work they do, they need to be trained in, uh, you know, at least have knowledge about whatever regulation, bylaws, or standards, you know, the, the national standards that are applicable to plumbing. They need to have knowledge about that. Um, so they have to have that technical knowledge and that those technical understandings. But, you know, they, 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 there are a lot of other things that they need in the plumbing industry as well. They need, but Mandy mentioned it when she introduced herself, herself and, and, and she said that she recognized that, you know, the same business principles that apply to, uh, you, you know, any other business for that matter, any other industry applies to the plumbing industry. There are certain yeah. skills that people need. And it was interesting off air before we started recording how Mandy mentioned that there's even some of the older generation plumbers who are not necessarily newcomers to the industry because we now spoke about the fact that there's a challenge when people are leaving with skills and knowledge, they're leaving the industry, the huge uh, the age gap, the skills gap that they are leaving behind for people who are filling the industry now. But even some of the older generation plumbers still have a lack of certain skills. And, and and Mandy, I want to ask you, what do you find that people in the plumbing industry sort of, there's a shortage of or there's a lack of? Um, so, so yes, yes, but, um, you know, I, I find it really um, interesting that we've got plumbers out there who have amazing technical skill, um, but it has been my experience and and even with um, um, businesses that we are now coaching, when when they come in and we first start working with them, in many instances, um, you know, they will be the first to acknowledge that when we're speaking to them about certain things that for me is almost um, normal, a normal skill that you should have in running a business, and, and we, we are coaching entrepreneurs, that they'll say they've never heard of that or thought of that before, you know, from a soft skill point of view, from a, how you handle clients or speak to clients or or from a business acumen point of view. So um, there certainly is quite a gap in a few areas I find um, when we are engaging with, with other businesses. So the first is um, the, the business acumen. Mm-hmm. So the understanding we alluded to earlier on of the accounting side of the business, um, there's the client relationship aspect of the business. And when, mm-hmm. what do I mean by that? I mean simple skills to me that would be normal like communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping your client informed of what's going on. You know, So in their minds, they're doing a job. They've been called out to do a job. They're going to go and do this job. And 
They arrive, maybe the client, often the clients are not there at home, you know, they've got someone that works there that, and they don't seem to keep the client posted in terms of this is my assessment, this is what I found, this is what needs to get done, blah, blah, blah. The client has no idea what's going on. They just get this invoice. There's a massive gap in between. So it's, there's a lot of other things, obviously, from a business acumen um, point of view. Um, there's the emotional, I suppose, the EQ, what we call the EQ of a person in terms of how you engage with people. There's um, the, um, we spoke about things like the marketing side of the business. The, for me, the statutory requirements that you need to have in place to run a business. Yeah. There's things like having liability insurance to run a business. And um, there's just like almost fundamental what should be maybe basic life skills in your own life that also is mimicked in business is not there. And I think that um, this is obviously not taught within our education system or within the way when, when guys go to be taught or trained, that they do their training to become plumbers, the focus is on the skill of being a plumber, not on being an entrepreneur, mm. you know, not on being a business owner. Um, you, the, you need to know labor law you, because you, if you're going to be recruiting um, staff into your business, you need to know how to recruit and how to have an employment contract and how to... Um, you know, like measure people's progress, train or empower people to grow your business, mm. how to upscale your business, how do you do that? Um, and just coming back to the financial side, I find that a lot of people don't even know, when they come and I say, so how do you get to your rates? Mm. It's a thumb suck, you know, in many instances. <laughs> yeah, they, um, they, they hear you know, that. You understanding the hard costs. So guys are working so hard and they can't understand how they're not making a profit. Yeah. Because because they hear that that plumber and that plumber or the going rate is so much per hour or so much for a call out fee or whatever the case may be, and then that's what they charge. Like they may even come in slightly under that just so that they can get business. But the fact is they don't keep in mind their own business and and your yeah. your income requirement may differ drastically from yeah. the average. The fee that is out there. A lot of the guys on the groups are saying, hey guys, what are you charging per meter for drain? <laughs> and rates are just flying out there. <laughs> you can't work like that. You've got to understand every company is different. And I just want to add to what Mandy was saying there is, you know, she was talking about the, the EQ. You know, you've got four quadrants that you deal with. You've got your IQ, which is your intelligence. You've got your EQ, which is your emotional, you know, handling. You've got your AQ, which is your adversity. So, what kind of tough stuff have you been through that, you know, in, in those quadrants? And then the last one is your social SQ, is how do you handle people and social and yeah. stuff like that? And, yeah. and if, as, a, as a business owner, some people are very good at They're very intelligent, but they have no social skills. They have no, you know, emotional <laughs> skills. They just, you know, go off the rails. And if you cannot flow between those four quadrants, you're not an entrepreneur. You understand. You, you have to be able to, to understand all of those quadrants and be able to work within them, especially when you're dealing with clients and 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 and, and even you know impossible people. <laughs> you know, we call it conflict resolution. But you you know these are things that people don't naturally just 
being able to learn that that you, you have to be taught these things and and, and that's what you do. Really involved. In and, and what, what you're referring to right now, as I think is like, you know, what's their term is soft skills. How you communicate, how you communicate verbally through um, written skills, how you listen. I find that listening skills are seriously lacking. And even that in the business, in our business, I will be speaking to our teams here in our business. And I will be saying, this is the process or this is whatever. And in five minutes later, I find I'm doing something different <laughs> to what we had just discussed. You know? And I'm saying, but why? Because they haven't actually listened to what I was saying or, or understood, you know? What do they say? Listen to understand rather than to just hear. And well, I think listening skills in the world generally needs <laughs> a lot of work. But if you're running a business, and you want to understand a client brief, you need to know how to listen to the client, you know, and um, to make sure that you're meeting their expectation. Or maybe sometimes the expectation is not possible from a planning point of view. So then how do you manage that business expectation and say, well, whatever it is that you're wanting with the client, from a planning point of view, is not possible because that would require us to do an installation that's not compliant. But here are all your options, you know, and this is what we can do and blah, blah, blah. And how do you communicate that? And how do you almost project your professionalism through that to a client? Um, and I think that is where a lot of, of development and training needs to happen. It's, it's, it's that training is to acquire the skills required to achieve mm. that, to do that, to be able to do that. And and this is yeah. what Duncan, I, for, you and Manny have an extreme passion for that. Uh, you know, unlocking people's potential, and, and, and you have that desire and that and that um, enthusiasm about teaching them these additional skills. But we are talking about sustainability, after all. We are talking about achieving and maintaining a sustainable industry. Now, I want to ask you: these additional uh, skills. Life skills, leadership skills, sales skills, uh, administrative skills, business acumen. How important is it to have those skills? In addition to having your technical skills and knowing how to do the actual physical plumbing work, like installations and repairs and those kind of things. And how do these additional skills contribute toward achieving and uh, maintaining a sustainable industry? Now, as much as I'm looking forward to hearing that answer, Duncan and Mandy, um, and, and I know for a fact that our audience and our listeners are also you know, anxious to hear the answer, um, we have run out of uh, time for part one of this specific episode or this specific conversation. And I think let's keep the answer to that question uh, for, our next, for our next part two. Uh, so to our listeners out there, please, 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 we are going to say goodbye for now when we end off part one, but please do listen to part two of this conversation to hear that specific answer as well as hear some other valuable information shared by Mandy and Duncan Keel of the UPP group, Unlocking Plumbers Potential. We're going to say goodbye for now. We will hear you or see you for that matter or hear you in part two of this conversation. See you later. Are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services? 
Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at info at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion.